You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode, How to Be a Grown-Up. I am your permit to drive an automobile. I am only a card in your wallet or purse, yet I unroll before your eyes a magic carpet, the millions of miles of highways and byways that crisscross the nation. With me, you can motor from the Atlantic to the Pacific, from the Gulf to the Great Lakes. John, your mom's got a nice car. Yeah. yeah it's very, very nice of her to, to lend it to us. You know, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, but she wants it back in an hour, Howard, okay? So let's try to be no very efficient about this, okay? Yeah, 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 you yeah. want to learn how to drive? I want to feel independent. You know, I'm a bit older now, and it's time to drive. If you're going to be under my tutelage, okay, then we play by my rules, all right? Mm. You have to drive responsibly. Could we just get going? You know what? Right off the bat, we haven't even started going anywhere. I don't like your attitude. I like to get Driving? Driving? Is not a right. What do you mean it's not a right? It's a privilege. What are you talking about? Howard, a car is as dangerous as a gun. Okay, Dad. Okay, fine, Dad. What are your rules? Okay, rule number one. Yeah. You want to take the sandwich on your lap, wrap it up, and I'm going to put it in the glove compartment. Your mom said it'd be okay if I ate in the My car. mother said no such thing. You want me to call? Put that down. You are right not now. calling my I'm not mother. calling about the sandwich. I'm calling to see who's in charge. I'm in charge. Howard, I swear, if you don't put it down right now, we're not going anywhere. Thank you. I'm anxious to drive. I want to get my pedal to the metal. Okay, let's go over our checklist. Is your seatbelt on? Yes. Are your hands on the steering wheel? Yes, they are. That is not how you hold the steering wheel. Yeah, you have one hand here, and the other one's far out the window. You can no. let your elbow rest. You put both hands on the steering wheel. Ten minutes to two. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ten minutes to two. What does that mean, ten minutes to two? It means your hand goes at the ten position and the two position. I only tell digital time. You see how my hands are on the steering wheel? That's how you put your hands. Get, don't put your hands on my hands. Before you turn the ignition on, your mirror is proper. Yes, it's you all got adjusted. you it framed to the back window. Yes, I'm looking. Your side view mirror. It's all perfect. Howard, you're staring at the glove compartment. You're not even looking in the mirrors. I, I have my own little mental checklist. First of all, let's get some rockin' tunes. Howard, first of all, you turn that off. No. That's very distracting. Howard! Maybe once we get on the road, we could turn on the CBC. Wow. Boy, oh boy, it's a party night. All right, here's the key. Go ahead. Don't flood uh, it. It sounds sweet. Okay, you ready? Now, yes. very slowly. Here we go. Back. Yes, sir. Howard. What the? What, what are you doing? Are you? Cr- okay, stop the car. You're gonna make me stop. put it in park immediately. You pulled out like, I a, like saw a bullet. Exact- you didn't look in your rearview mirror. You didn't check your blind I spot. I checked the blind spot. You checked nothing. We've been sitting in the driveway for half an hour, and now you stopped the car. This is crazy. Hey, it's up to you. I told you that I wanted to start off on the couch using a Frisbee as a steering wheel and the book as an accelerator, but that you All right, didn't. fine. I will do what you say. I will slow down. 
Okay, take it nice and slow. You slowly massage your foot into the... Good. Okay, you're driving. Okay. You see, you're driving. Good yeah. for you. You keep power. What are you doing? I'm turning. 10 to 2 to 10 to 2. I need two some radio. I need to have a little bit of radio. I'm going to lose my mind. We can listen to a little bit of CBC. All right. Which is probably best explained by my not having been breastfed as a child. Okay. But thank heavens for the sweet milk of friendship. Turn that off. Turn that off. It's my show that's on. Yeah, I don't need you in stereo. Driving, enjoying the night air. Watch out! I'm watching. In England, they drive on the left-hand side. Good for you. Watch what's out feels. Uh, no, Howard. Howard, what are you doing? Don't no, don't do There's that. No on the road anyway. Howard, get back on the right. It's like looking through a looking glass. It's like everything's on the opposite. Howard, what a crazy country. Howard, please get back on the right. Fine, fine. Good. Stay middle, middle of your lane, middle of your veering. Lane, you're veering, sorry. Howard. You're going too fast. You're I'm, erratic. I Stay, not, slow down. I'm going below the, the limit. Maintain the speed of traffic. What traffic? There's, There's no people on the behind road. Howard. What are you doing? You have to take a chill pill and just calm down. I feel like I'm having road rage, but it's all within the I'm car. I'm just trying to give you some guidance. You drive me crazy. You're not letting me think. Howard. You're, you're just going Howard, on and Howard. on and on. The horn is a tool, okay? You're abusing it. Yeah, it's a tool. There's another tool on this car. All right. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm being a little overzealous. Just okay. button your lip. Okay. Just just shut your yap. Close your pie hole. Oh. Keep it shut. All Howard. Right, zip it. Okay. Fine. Fine. Jeez. Shut his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Lighten up a little bit. And I'm going to try. Okay, I, right. I'll try. I think part of a little concession you should make, part of it should be you should allow me to, to play some music. All right, fine. A little bit of music. Hallelujah. I think I have a CD in the back seat here. Hey, Howard, what are you doing? You don't reach around like that in Just the car. Reach into the back seat. Hold on to the steering wheel. All right, can you please get it for me? Okay, I'll grab it. All right, what do you see there? What, what do I have? All right, what do we have here? Howie's Party Mix. Mm, not that one. Howie's Fabulous Mix CD Volume 2. Howie's Driving yeah, Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was driving music. That's okay. the one. All right, don't take it. I'll put it in. And we're going to play it low. Okay, okay, okay. Just some atmosphere for a change. Okay, and slow down. You got a red light coming up. There you go. So nervous. Very good. Ooh, look at these teenagers next door. Don't look at them. Look at the road. No, 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 they're challenging me. They're not challenging. They're not even looking at you. No, no, he wants to drag. I'm going to rev. Let me rev. What are you, what are you uh, 14 years old? Uh, Stop that. Howard, you're going to flood the engine. Uh, you're the green? Howard, don't you dare. Two, don't you. One. Howard, don't you. This is really nice. I'm having a very nice time. Well, you're doing good. Just keep it steady. That's all. What are you doing? I'm just going to get onto the highway. No, 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 it's no, no. It's very important to have some highway training. You are not ready. You are definitely not ready for highway you know, driving. It's too late now. We're on the highway. Listen, you. the next exit, we're getting right off. It's not like the speed. You're going too fast. This is the feeling. This is what I was looking for. Really, Howard? Just I, freedom on the road, burning gas. Howard, I don't like the look in your eyes. Got some speed under my feet. Howard, I could you? just get you to shut your mouth. Everything would just be 100% fantastic.
36 bottles of beer on the wall, 36 bottles of beer. Come on, John, it's your favorite subject. I'm not. 35 bottles of beer on the wall, 35 bottles of beer. Where are we? I'm just driving. I have no idea where we're going. I have work tomorrow morning. Right. And I'm like, God knows how far from Montreal. Oh, man, that country air. Smell that country air. It smells like cow manure. Hey, Joe, we're in the country. Maybe we can find some sweet corn. You're going to try and find sweet corn. It's almost midnight. I know, but they're out all night. They have these little stands. There's no one out here. No, no, no. Maybe we can go pick our own corn. I'm not picking corn in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere. They won't even see us. Howard, I'd like to find the motel. There's a motel coming up right there. All right, pull in, pull in. It just says Motel Bon Vivant. That means someone who lives well. Okay, park the car. Um, you um, you got your credit card, eh? Because I'm a little light in the wallet. I'm not surprised. It's a nice-looking motel, though. You really don't care, do you? Uh, I care. What? You had no intention of us getting home on time. Why would I want to be out here in the middle of nowhere? Why in the world, Jonathan? I don't know. What, for the pine trees, for the sky, for the lake? Like a vacation away from the city and good room service breakfast with the sausage, you know, with a nice cap on the side. And I love the way they put those little fancy Philly toothpicks in the fruit so you don't get your fingers dirty. How do you know what they serve here? How do you know they put toothpicks in the fruit? I'm, I'm just assuming maybe we can stay and get some lunch and... Relax a bit. They have the heated pool. and They have a heated pool? And Rene keeps the jacuzzi really clean here. Who's Rene? Rene. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. You've been here before. I'm just too tired to discuss this right now. No, answer this right now. You've been to this place. Yeah, you know, I've been all kinds of places, John. I'm a man of the world, you know. Like the littlest hobo. You knew where we were going this entire evening. Yeah, yeah. C- can we have this argument inside? Because Rene said he's only going to hold the reservation until midnight. You you had a reservation. For two. You manipulated me out here in the middle of the night just because Howard Chakwitz wanted to have the nice little fruit right, with the toothpicks right, right, right. in it. If you need to know the whole story, you know, if you want the whole truth, it's just this great memory I have, you know. I guess when I was around nine years old, you know, my dad surprised me, picked me up at school, and we... We drove all the way down here to the Motel Bon Vivant, and it was like one of the few, you know, fun, spontaneous things my dad had ever done, and I swore to myself that when I was a grown man, and I had a son, that I was going to drive him down to the Motel Bon Vivant, and we were going to do the same thing. Howard, I'm not your son. Well, I've always thought of you as a son, John. You have that perpetual innocence and lack of development that always makes me feel that you're just like a little kid that needs guidance. Anyway, we're here already... I mean, you think we can just enjoy it? All right. Yeah, I mean, we're already here. Yeah, for the Um, memories, you know. Howard, the the whole parking lot, it reeks of stale beer. Yeah, it it does. And and what does that sign there say? Dancers nude. Nude dancers in the lounge? Things may have changed a bit. And and that sign over there says that they have mirrored ceilings and heart-shaped beds. Yeah, yeah, this ain't how I remember it. It's a sleazy, sleazy place. The breakfast is really good, though. It was. I'm sleeping in my clothes. Oh, man. Maybe they don't even have the toothpicks for the little fruit. That'd be quite the disappointment. I'm so tired, also. Maybe you can carry me up to my room just like my dad did. I'm supposed to be the sun around here. I'm so tired, though. Howard, don't, you're not falling. Get off my shoulder. You're not falling. Stop it. Howard, you 
most of us have work to do. Work that helps us live more comfortably and happily together. But most of the world's work is done by grown-ups. You will grow up someday. What do you want to be when you grow up? Hello. Hello, Uncle Johnny. Oh, hey, Zach. How are you? Uh, I'm having a little bit of a crisis. Yeah? Uh, this is not such a great time for me right now. Oh, no. Would I be able to call you yeah, back later? Yeah, that'd be wonderful, you know. Not like I called you up to talk or whatever. Zach, I'm, I'm sensing some sarcasm. That would be sarcasm. Well, okay, What what what's the matter? I don't want to go to college. Okay, well, I mean, you've got many, many years from now to think about that. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm filling out my college applications now. Why are you filling out your college applications now? Convention dictates after you graduate 12th grade, you go to college. What grade are you in? I'm in 12th grade. I thought you were like 14. I'm actually 17. Wow. Yeah. Well, why don't you want to go to college? College is the best time in a young man's life. I loved college. I just don't see the point what I need to go to college for. I, what, do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, I don't want to be anything. I just want to go out. You know, hobo is a bad word for it, but... What? Hobo? What are you talking... You want to be a hobo? It, essentially a hobo. You know, I just want to hop the trains and you know, ride the rails. and That's all well and good, but think of it this way. I mean, when you're filling out an application, say... You know, where you have to check the box for what your career is? I mean, what are you going to write in there? Are you going to write hobo? Free spirit. Free spirit. Free spirit. The spirit is one thing, but, you know, eating uh, out of a garbage can is another. I mean, don't you want to get a home someday and settle down? I just don't understand why you're not on board with this idea. I mean, you have this whole series of chapters in the book you call your life where you were you know, on the road, and, you know, you would, like, tour with your spoken word band, yeah, and, you well, know... Zach, I mean, those were different times, you know, and those were also tough times. I mean, have you ever used a bathroom on a Greyhound bus? Um, no. Have you ever stayed in a two-star hotel? Like, like, the kind of place that doesn't even offer, like, a shower cap? A shower? Why would I need a shower cap? I'm just saying that there's a kind of gritty reality out there that I don't think you're prepared for. Well, maybe I need to see the grittiness of the real world discover what I want to do at college. I mean, you're an artist. You understand, you know, the mindset about going off and exploring things, you know. The freedom of the road and, you know, just the starry nights. And, you know, you're the only one in our family that well, lived that. And you're, I mean, You know, it was a rewarding experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so much more than my parents would ever acknowledge. You know well, what I mean? You know, I mean, your parents care about you a lot, Zach. Yeah, but, I mean, they're not as cool as you are. They're well. not... And you know, uh, hip to these things as you are, you know what you I know, mean? I have my finger on the pulse of, you know, the kids. Zach, and then... why are you talking to him? Why are you involving him in this? Wait, Zach, Zach uh, who, who is that? Well, that's my dad. Well, Zach, what? get off the phone. Yeah, I, I told him you would give him my side of the story. No, no, Zach, I'm not giving anybody's side of the story here. I, I'm, I'm on your dad's side. I mean, I Zach, think it's a foolhardy... Give me the phone. Yeah, he's going to talk to you right no, now. No, Zach, I'm... He wants to, you know, set you straight on the whole thing. No, Zach, I, I'm not. I'm going to the other phone. Hold on one second. My dad's going to pick up the extension. 
What exactly do you think Bill, you're doing? Uh, uh, did, what gives you the right to be talking to Zach about any of this uh, stuff? What kind of an education do you uh, have? Uh, so you got a master's degree in what? And I don't know what you got, but apparently you took a minor in raising my son. Dad, he's not trying to raise me. Zach, shut up. I can't believe you called your uncle to pull him into this. I thought you would have some oh, input no, no, that I, would help I, you I, understand. No, no, it worked for him. No, no, Bill, I did for him. What worked for you? Well, you took you off know, and did train hopping and n- did, went across the country and did all kinds. You did this? Dad, he did have a spoken word band. <laughs> oh, right. You know, I remember that stuff. Sally used to drag me to those shows, like, every couple of months. They were awful. They were horrible. No, okay, Bill, I... I, th- I gotta I th- set both you guys straight. First of all, Zach, what do you possibly hope to gain by talking to him? You think he's gonna get off the phone and call me and have any influence on in what I decide hey, about you, what you can do or not? But, There's no way. You know, I just thought it wouldn't hurt to have a second opinion. Don't you know what your mother thinks of your uncle? Excuse yeah, me? I, I, you actually think he has any kind of credibility around here? Okay, what? Bill, I'm sitting here. Number two, now I'm talking to you. John, what do you think you're doing, even entertaining, sitting there listening to him talk without putting down the phone and calling me immediately to let me know that my son is planning on basically running away from home. Well, Dad, Uncle Jackass didn't mean anything by it. I, he just wanted to help. Uncle what Jackass. I'm trying to say is Uncle Jackass should have called me. This is what adults Wait, do. Wait, excuse me. You, well, are you saying I'm not an adult? You're not 18 yet. Uh, Bill? Uncle Jackass? Is that what you call me? The, who said Uncle Jackass? Both you and Zach were referring to me as Uncle Jackass. I don't deserve Don, that, you know? I, I've always me, been... hold on a second. Do you, do you remember what you got me for my wedding gift? As I recall, I think I, you know, I made you something, something nice and personal. Zach, he got me a macrame man purse. Bill, I made you a pouch. This is the man that you're seeking counsel from. You, you... And John, you didn't make that purse. I made that purse, Bill. No, you didn't. And I don't even know why you'd be so proud of making it. Well, I... John, remember your friend Howard you brought to the wedding as a date? Well, it wasn't a date, Bill. Whatever. I mean... He was drinking himself under the table and talking to me. He really took a shine to me. And mm-hmm. He kept coming over and telling me stuff. And one of the things he told me is that you sent him to Rossi to pick up his purse. Uh, that is a bald-faced lie, Bill. I've never shopped at Rossi's in my no, life. You didn't shop at Rossi. Howard shopped at Rossi. He went to get I it. don't know what Howard told you. Howard... John... There was a made-in-China tag on the inside of the man purse that you sent Howard to go buy for me. Made-in-China. I might have been attached to the yarn. Yeah, did you sew that in yourself? Okay, anyway, the, the point is, Bill, that you and I, we're on the same team here, okay? We both agree that Zach should not be a hobo. Hold on a second, listen. Zach, I'll make you a deal. Uh-huh. If you can do this... Then you can go and hop trains and do whatever you want. Okay. I'm going to take that macrame man purse, and I'm going to put it to good use for the first time ever. I'm going to give it to you, and you're going to stuff as much food as you can into that thing. Uh, I'm going to go down to the basement. I'm going to get a plank of wood, and we're going to take it out the backyard, and we're going to lean it up against the tree. I'm going to make you a lean-to, and then you can try and see how long you can survive. Just you and that purse full of food from the house. What? And if you can make it for three days, then you can do whatever you want. Wait a minute. Is- is that the macrame purse that I wore when I dressed up for that costume party as Miss Piggy? That's probably the one. I don't think we have another one. I am not leaving the house with that purse. You're ready to start hopping trains and eating out of garbage cans, but you don't want to walk out into the yard with an ugly purse? I still have my dignity. Well, all right, okay. No bag at all. I'm just going to get off would the Would be line better than that thing. Those are the terms. Let you guys those get to terms. it, That's all right? not fair. You're not being fair because you know that I would never even consider doing anything involving that purse. All you need is food and water for three days and a couple of books to read. like sacking the deck here. That's totally unfair.
water, thundering water, carrying destruction. Where yesterday flowed a friendly river, today a flood. Unmindful of its banks, unheeding man-made obstacles, the swollen river throws its might against man and his works. And so with its stunning surprise attack, a torrent ten times the volume of Niagara Falls humbled man. Soon his towns and cities were firm in the ice-cold river's grass. Seas of watery desolation. Hello. Gregor. Johnny, bad time, bad time. No, Gregor, it's a bad time for me. Seriously, I can't talk. Gregor, I'm having flooding in my kitchen. There's water spraying everywhere. I got my hands full. I I took my wheel off my car. I'm trying to change the CV boot. Gregor, my kitchen is like a kiddie pool. I'm like, there's water spraying out of the drain and behind cracks in the wall. What do you call me for anyway? I'm not a plumber. I can't get a hold of any plumbers on Sunday. What, did you flush a firecracker down the sink or something? No, I was just, I was washing my tea cozy, and, you know, next thing I know, it's like Noah's Ark in the kitchen. Wait, back up. Did you just say you were washing your tea cozy? Look, it doesn't matter what I was washing. Did you spill chamomile on it? it, What difference does it make? Were you drinking sleepy time tea? I don't see how that's pertinent. you have stains from your cucumber biscuits on your tea cozy? I don't want to play 20 questions. I have a situation here. <laughs> Who's that laughing in the background? Oh, McGufford? That's a friend of mine. He's here helping me work on my car. You have a friend named McGufford? I thought you said you didn't have time for 20 questions and you're up to your No, but I mean, I, this is the first I'm ever hearing of any friend McGufford of yours. Well, maybe while your sink is flooding your floor, I can fax you a list of all the people who I met. Okay, all right. But you know what? This is the guy who's going to help you because he's the super of a building with like a thousand units. And really? There's nothing that you can break that he can't fix. That, that, well, that's fantastic. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hey, McGufford, you want to help out a friend of mine who's got a problem with his apron? I, it's not my apron. I have a pipe trouble. He's actually underneath my car right now, but uh-huh. I'm going to slide the phone underneath the car so he can talk to you. Wait, you're going to stay on the phone? Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to slide in my extra cordless extension. You're not going to be left alone with a stranger. Don't worry. Okay. Hey, McGufford, reach your hand out. Uh, Mr. McGufford? What? Uh, Gre- Gregor tells me you're you're sort of an ace with the uh, plumbing matters. That is a bath. I thought you were your swimmer. That's a bath. That is true. You must admit he's got a point. You could use a bath. Uh, Go ahead. Tell him what your problem is. Don't be shy. I, I do, I've, I've just got water spraying out of the, the, the nozzles and, and the drain. And, and, and you're not going to sorry. I'll shoot an attitude like that. you got to skate in the face, okay? Um, you hear that, Johnny? Get a bucket. Y- this is past bucket. It's not going to get down on that. You may think it's going to get down on that, but I know who's going to be in my neighborhood, right? Okay. Um, uh, McGufford, uh, if I may, I just wanted to say to Gregor... Uh, what? Gregor, I, I, I can't understand anything that he's saying. He's Scottish. He's not deaf. He can hear what you say to me. Right. right. It's not like talking in front of the dog. No, I mean, no, I. I think we might have a bad connection. I can hear him just fine. You got a bad connection. I got a good connection right here. You have to honestly prove the courts. Take it easy. One singer, one song. Listen. Why don't you go in the kitchen? Why don't you get us some some beers? I gotta explain something to my friend Johnny here. I'll tell you a little bit. Johnny. What? What's the matter with you? What do you mean? What? what are you picking on this guy about his accent? I'm not for? picking. Gregor, I can't understand anything he's saying. Do you understand that he's a friend of mine and he yeah. might be a little sensitive about his accent? Well, I didn't know that. What do he do? He, it's a very thick accent. Would he just get here from Scotland? No. He's been here like since he was about three years old. He picked up a little accent from his parents. A little accent? That's not normal. Look, maybe it's just a speech impediment. I don't know what it's all about. No, but I all I know is that you offended him because I never saw him get so mad. You, you're able to understand him? Yeah, why don't I translate, okay? Here he is. He's back. Pick up the phone. Oh, 
I love you, I'm a wee man. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. He's a wee man. Listen, McGuffert, I think you're totally understandable. Everything you're saying, I understand. Go on. But I think we got to slow it down for Johnny because he's a little bit slow. So why don't we just take it one word at a time? I like it. Here we go. What would you do about a leaking sink? First. Turn. Turn. Off. Off. Stop. The. Stop. Tap. The hockey puck. What's a hockey puck? He calls you a hockey puck. All right, well, yes, of course I turned off the faucet. I just want to pause here and point out that Righty is tidy and Lucy is goosey. I know. Oh, wait a second. Are you wearing your left and right sneakers? Do you know you're left from your right? Oh, you see, I've got it all the way at the end here. Oh, okay. The water's turning off? Yeah, the water's turning. I had it the wrong way. Wait, are you saying that your sink was flooding because you had the faucet turned the wrong way? I had it all the way, full blast. That was your plumbing problem? Yeah. All right, well, I'm sorry that he called you a hockey puck because that's an insult to hockey pucks everywhere. He said you're an idiot. I, okay, thanks for that. He says you're also a meatball. One singer, one song. Look at that team you got walking the Oh, and he said that if a baby gorilla got married to a meatball and they had a baby, it would look like you in a bikini. That's not what I said at all. Wait, what? At no point did I use the word bikini. He just said that he didn't use the word bikini. I can't understand what he's saying. I was expressing my displeasure at the way you were translating my words. Whoa, I think as you get upset, your brogue is getting thicker because I can't understand anything you're saying now. It's like I'm talking to myself. What? Well, how do you call yourself McGuffert's friend? The man says he feels like he's talking to himself. I'm completely mystified by this. You clawyard buffoon. I called you a clawyard buffoon. He did not. He would not say that about me. I'm on an island of disparity. Johnny, don't try and turn him against me. Tap today, you heard Howard Chakowitz, Zach Stevens, Tony Asimakopoulos, Gregor Ehrlich, and Jonathan Bernstein. Wiretap is produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Mira Bertwintonic, Crystal Duhame, and Carolyn Warren. If you're in Montreal, join Jonathan for the launch of his new book, Ladies and Gentlemen, the Bible, on April 23rd, 7 p.m. at KGB, 5490 Saint-Laurent. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca/wiretap.